Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFanner Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M. And we're dedicated to helping entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, fighting Texas Aggie class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, fighting Texas Aggie class of 1998. Well, we got a little story for you, Ags. Holly Johnson, fighting Texas Aggie class of 1999, is the owner of Costa Vida, a California Baja fast service restaurant here in College Station. Holly is one of the bravest entrepreneurs I know, opening a restaurant in the midst, no, at the very beginning of COVID, and then fighting her way through that to grow and thrive. Holly is serving her community, and Holly is pioneering NIL deals with Aggie athletes. To make su- and she makes some of the best queso that you'll ever eat. Yeah, I said that. So pass it back and listen up as Holly shares some really good bowl and queso. Welcome back, Ags. We have got a super delicious Aggie Growth Hacks episode. Uh, We've got the lady who has the best sweet pork quesadillas in College Station. So if y'all are in Aggie land, you need to check out Costa Vida. Holly, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you being here. Thank y'all for inviting me. Well, we, we love your food. We love your restaurant. We love you. But tell us a little bit about your entrepreneur journey. Have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Did you always want to be a restaurateur? What's kind of your, your, your journey? I don't know that I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I think a lot of that came from just a desire to do things really well, but working really hard for other people and making money for other people. Sometimes you think, well, I could probably just do that for myself. So sometime within, you know, starting in the restaurant business, I actually started waiting tables in college and pretty much have been in the restaurant business ever since. And I love it. I love the operations. I love getting to meet people. Of course, love scratch food. I've always worked in scratch kitchens and things like that. I think I've been working, had a job since I was 13. So just enjoy working hard and accomplishing things. So when an opportunity came for me to start the business. I I have had some other businesses just kind of here and there. I had my own catering business for a short time, different things like that. And I think sometimes when you're working for other people, you think, well, I could do that better. Or I don't understand why they don't do this like this. And so kind of learning some of those lessons throughout the years and also taking great things that people, other people have done and combining that and being able to start my own business. So, so how or why Costa Vida? Because that, that's that's not a brand that originated in Texas. Yes, um, it's it. You kind of maybe explain a little bit more. It is not Tex-Mex, y'all. It, I said quesadilla, but it's not Tex-Mex. Correct. So uh, why? So we are a Baja-style Mexican restaurant. We do make everything from scratch, including our tortillas. And so you'll be able to taste the freshness in our food um, once you eat. You're full, but you don't have that heavy feeling. And it just is a difference that you can tell. And I chose Costa Vida. I I had other colleagues that I had worked with at a different restaurant company. I had never heard of the brand. I started doing some research into different companies, franchises. I have done a lot in restaurant operations, but I wanted to learn more about the back end of it, choosing locations, procuring equipment, doing the construction design, things like that, so that I could possibly do something on my own completely at some point in time. And I ended up talking to Costa Vida for several months before I had ever tried the food, just trying to get to know them, get to know what they could offer as a franchise, get to um, know what systems they had, how they worked, if they were going to work for me, if I liked them. 
And I just really enjoyed everything I was hearing and getting to know them. And so finally I said, well, I guess if the food's as good as you say it is, uh, this could work. So I made the trip to Utah and spent the day with them and eventually ended up signing on as a franchisee. And that was, that was kind of how my journey started with Costa. So it is excellent food. The brand Obviously. recognition, the lack of brand recognition is definitely a challenge for us here and in Texas in general, but definitely in College Station. And I do get that question a lot from people who know the brand and say, how did you end up opening a Costa Vida in College Station? Well, I'm an Aggie. So, you know, you open a, you open a business We're in College Station and right. <laughs> it ended up being Costa Vida. So, yeah. That's awesome. Were you living in College Station at the time or were you elsewhere, you know, when, when you visited up there? So I have moved around a lot, but we eventually had made our way back to College Station and on purpose and wanted to just get here, stay here, never leave again. And then we decided we wanted to start a business to just, we've moved a lot in our careers. We wanted to set down some roots and start a community project that we could just be a part of and get to know people through our business and serve the community. So that's what we did. That's awesome. So one of the things that, that we'd like to do is, is you know, kind of tie everything back into A&M. So how, because we are Aggie Growth Tax, right? How was being an Aggie, going to Texas A&M, how did that, how did, how did that actually, you know, help you out on, on starting up a new business here in College Station? I think we can all appreciate the Aggie Network. It's, it's just such a unique thing. And even people who aren't part of it, do recognize that it is a really unique culture that you just really have a hard time finding something similar anywhere else. But it is a community and I think that so many people stay here after they graduate or they come back as soon as they can and it's just a really unique place to be an Aggie-owned and operated business and to just be around everyone who has this common bond and this common love for their university and the traditions and the values that are represented through it. And, and we were talking a little bit before we started recording. You are taking advantage and you're actually working with some of the A&M baseball players through the NIL. So, I mean, you're here in College Station. That's the perfect opportunity to be able to stay integrated in, in that unique way with the university that we love. It is. It's a lot of fun. We are athletic partners with A&M. Ross Bjork will be passing out 350 of our breakfast tacos at Ticket Pole on the 28th. I'll be with him. So that'll be a lot of fun. This will be the second year in a row we do that. And I've gotten to know a lot of the athletes. We accept their meal card at Costa Vida. And it's just really fun to get to see them, get to check in on them, see how they're doing, how's school going. If they're injured, how are they feeling? You know, how are they, they are they excited for the, what's going on with the upcoming season? And, and so just through those conversations and stuff, I have gotten to know some of the athletes well enough to to form a relationship for NIL and, and so fun because it's just a very unique opportunity to be an Aggie, have a business, be right here in the midst of all of it and, and just get to, to see them grow in their athletic career as well. So that's really cool to be able to be engaged with the individual players. But also, I mean, y'all, if, if you've been to Kyle Field at all in the last year or so, you've seen Holly and her crew outside, but you're even expanding that relationship in Kyle Field. You know, tell, tell us a little bit about that opportunity that you've got coming up. So this will be our second year with our food trailer in the fan zone in front of Kyle Field. And that's a ton of fun because people hear about us. We're uh, sponsors with Tex Ags Radio as well. So people will walk up and say, is Holly here? I'm told I need to, you know, come see Holly. You're at the Costa Holly. Vida. And so that's a lot of fun, even at the, tr the food trailer. 
people come up and want to meet me, you know, if I'm Holly, things like that. And uh, they want to try the food because they hear about it. So it's just fun to be in that atmosphere outside with everything going on. We get the, you know, the visiting team come up and order food from us as well. And they ask us, what is that statue for? What does this mean? And so it's really fun to explain some of the Aggie culture to them because they're interested and they think it's such a fun place to be. Um, But yes, this year we will be doing several other things. We are catering partners for all the tailgates that are happening at Aggie Park and the Association and Former Students property over there. We are going to be in Kyle Field in two places, both at the All-American Club and in the yard selling nachos and up in those two places at the stadium. So that'll be fun. So can they get quesadillas at Kyle Field or no? You just have to come to the store for a quesadilla. The, at the food trailer, we serve quesadillas and tacos. Okay, that, I'm seriously, y'all, it'll change your life having the, the sweet. I mean, you can have all of them, but I like the sweet pork. So try the sweet pork. We will have sweet pork and chili lime chicken available, tacos and quesadillas at the fan zone. And then in the All-American Club and the yard, we will have sweet pork and chili lime chicken nachos or just some chips and queso, if that's all you would like to snack on. And then um, for the catering at Aggie Park and such, you can order any of our proteins. So, yes. Love it. We all face challenges, you know, as entrepreneurs. What's been a big challenge that you have faced in the past year to two years? And how have your core values of your company really helped guide you through those challenges? So we opened July of 2020, which is a horrible time to start most businesses. And uh, we were too far along in the process with construction and equipment on its way or already delivered to not open while everything else was shut down. And we had no way of knowing what it was going to turn out like, but we had to try. And so it's been, we just celebrated three years on July 14th. Congratulations. About a month or so ago. Thank you. And it's been really hard. Shutdowns, staffing, the brand recognition that we mm-hmm. talked about earlier, that was even harder. Because when we opened, people weren't leaving their house and they weren't going to work. They weren't catering. They weren't doing a lot of things that they normally do. So we didn't really get to have that grand opening. We didn't really get to have that, hey, we're here and um, people kind of out and about. So that's been a huge challenge. And then going through everything with supply chain, staffing, cost of goods, different things. We use a lot of proprietary items. So we can't just substitute certain things or it's not our our spec and it's not our quality. So that's been really hard. Growing sales has been really hard just because of all of that and, and just trying to balance everything between supply chain issues, costs, and still giving a great quality product so that people can just see our consistency. And I've just showing up every day when it's really hard going through all of those those times right when we started and I think people see that you know just I show up every day I'll be there for you for my staff my staff's amazing we've had definitely some people go to graduate go to college and or move on to a different career and we miss them but just knowing that we can have a culture at the restaurant a place you want to be a place you want to work at a place you feel welcome and my employees know i have their back i'll take care of them i'll always go out of my way for them to make sure that that they feel like they have an employer that they want to work for so just just being authentic and showing up i think it sounds simple but it's what i've the only thing i could do some days was just show up. Yeah. And, and that that's entrepreneurship in a nutshell. I mean, it, it is not easy. 
But you know what? We are passionate about what we do and we love it and we love the people. We love the people that we serve. And so to show up day after day, sometimes that that is your superpower. But as as so let's dive a little bit more into the actual operations of your business. And it's kind of unique. You know, Costa Vida is a franchise, but what I heard you say is that your history in the restaurant industry has given you a really good perspective. So let me ask the systems that are in place in the Costa Vida College Station, are they unique to you and your experience? Are you able to really set your own systems to, to be successful? We do have certain systems that we use from a ordering inventory type standpoint, our point of sale, things like that. But as far as my day-to-day operations, they are all mine. Everything. And, and so you have the freedom to be able to say, this yes. is the Holly way to do it. Yes. So obviously menu builds, recipes, those types of things is, is the brand. But as far as our day-to-day operations, how we get through our day, how we serve people, um, how we maintain our quality. Those are all standards and checklists and systems that we've created and continue to modify over time just to make sure we touch every single detail that we can so people have an amazing experience. And I love that part of it because I feel like it's a, it's a puzzle and there's lots of pieces and you have, you have your edge that contains your pieces, but sometimes there's just one piece always missing. And it's not a bad thing because you get to keep kind of re-engineering and revamping or just making it better all the time so that you can be more efficient and give that better experience. Yeah. One of the things that we ask every single one of our entrepreneurs that come on is, what's your big, hairy, audacious goal? What is your moonshot? What is your five to 10 year moonshot for you and Costa Vida? So I don't know that it includes Costa Vida long-term. I love Costa Vida. I love my restaurant and and everything that it brings. I would like to open some more locations here in town and and see where that takes me. But my BHAG is definitely me having my own consulting business. I would like to have my own operations consulting business at some point. I've done a little bit of that on the side for a few people. And it's just something I really enjoy and actually been working with someone locally on a big project, helping them kind of go from square one to get a a kitchen into their facility and how they're going to do that and what that's going to look like. We're still working on it. I've also just gone in and helped some people with, they're already established. They just need, hey, I need a refresh where we know we can do better. Can you just come be a fresh set of eyes for us and help us? Um, So those are the things that I would really like to do on my own and in some form or fashion in the future. So that's, that's my big goal. But, but to do that and to say, you know, look, I've run the restaurant from, from nuts and bolts. And oh, by the way, I've staffed it with college students that are, give you four, may, maybe five, maybe six years. But you're going to have, you have that built-in churn, you know, is to say, because of this system and how Holly has built it, this is going to have you be successful. And that gives you so much more legitimacy than someone coming down from, you know, on high, so to speak, and to be able to be like, okay, how can we really do that? So the, the passion that you have, would, would you want to focus on more like fast casual, you know, I mean, because different restaurants have different, different systems, right? And, and so just kind of, your target focus on that, who you've helped, the ones that you have consulted. Have they been similar to Costa Vida's? Is the, the type of restaurant stuff one like that? One has been similar and one is not at all. Yep. And uh, I think that's the fun part too, is that 
I've worked in all different types of restaurants throughout my career, and I love all of it. The most important thing to me is that it's a scratch kitchen, and because I love that part of just serving great food. But another part of the consulting is finding out what that person's goal is. What are they trying to do with their operation? Are they trying to be something that they're not? Are they, you know, do you want to be fine dining, but your menu doesn't say that or vice versa? And so just figuring out what that looks like for the person's goal of of maybe they're just getting started or maybe they're in the midst of it and they just aren't sure what to do next. Um, Or maybe they absolutely know who they are and what they want to do, but they just want someone to come in and say, there's something that's just not working and I can't put my finger on it. Can you help me with a fresh set of eyes? And I I love all of that. So I think it's it's not just one specific thing that I would be interested in. Just helping people. Yeah. Well, Holly, that, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. We're going to pause right here for a second from this episode sponsor. Okay, we're back. So we're going to roll into the lightning round. One rule, one rule only. 30 seconds or less for, for every answer. We are Aggie Growth Hacks. So tell us, what is your favorite personal hack? This could be a book, a podcast, YouTube channel, something. What can we learn from you? So quick story, I, I have a book that was given to me when I was in fifth grade. I went to summer camp and I started being a pen pal with a friend of mine. She and I stayed pen pals all through junior high, college, everything. And so when I graduated from A&M, she gave me the book, Oh, the Places That You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. And it's a very simple book, but it's awesome. It talks about balancing life and there's a mountain out there for you to climb. So go get it. Yeah. And it's just so easy to start, see that you're going to end up through some tough times. Then again, you're deciding, are you just going to stay there? What are you going to do? And then you decide you go for it. And it's a very encouraging book and it seems so simple and it truly is you have to keep it simple. And, and it's just that relationship. Also, I always look at that book and I think of my friend. And uh, the sweet inscription that she wrote for me as well. She awesome. went to the other school down the road. So, oh, okay. you know, we have that little fun <laughs> together with us too. So <laughs> that's okay. Jesus loves her too. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. So along those same lines, what is your favorite business hack now? So I would say anything that you can consume from Patrick Lencioni is amazing. My favorite thing by him is Death by Meeting, and I would highly recommend that for anyone. I think you can just have a meeting about a meeting and then have another meeting about that meeting. And it just and, and when you have a bad meeting, so you've yep. got to have a good, efficient meeting and get your goals out there and get going. But anything he does is amazing. I think that that would be one person that I definitely always think has something great to say. And I like his writing style is just so story based. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and and really I mean you're you're obviously learning a lot, but very story based. So very very easy to relate to. So what is the best piece of advice that you've been given and ninety nine extra bonus points if you tell us how you applied it? I think that it's just to be authentic, to be who you are. It's easy to get caught up in, oh, if I can try and do this, you know, this, this is really successful for this person. So maybe I should try that. And you crash and burn. Just figure out who you are, what works for you. Stay authentic when you have relationships. If you don't want to be part of that organization or you don't feel comfortable doing certain things to help grow your business, people are going to pick up on that. They're going to pick up that you're uncomfortable or that's just not natural for you. So I think the more organic your relationships can be, 
And the more that you know who you are and where you're going, you, and, and just you don't have to apologize for that. If if it's what's going to work for you, then that's what you should do. Hundred percent. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Hundred percent. All right, Holly. How can the Aggie Growth Hacks Network get in touch with you and support you moving forward? Well, outside of publishing my phone number out there, <laughs> I just and yeah. We've had people I've, do that before. You, if you yeah. want, yeah, <laughs> no <laughs> pressure, but uh, well, most of the time you can find me working at Costa Vida. Yeah, just go ask for Holly. But yeah, just go ask for Holly. I'm, I'm probably there. Well, definitely, if y'all wouldn't mind passing someone along to uh, to me if they contact you, but I'll go ahead and give y'all my email address. Yeah, it's nine nine tx. Ag at gmail.com. That's a nice red ass email address. <laughs> love it. Thank you. Yes, I would love to hear from anyone if, if there's anything I could do to help support or just just be a mentor to someone. I would love that. And if anyone is interested in investing and helping grow my brand, I would love to do that too. Well, there you go, Ag. So make sure that you email Holly right now. Do you take do you take orders via email? So I don't seriously. think I can keep up with all of that. <laughs> but the next time you are at Kyle Field, as we're getting ready to kick off the next football season, make sure you stop by either Aggie Park or outside of Kyle Field, or if you're lucky enough to be in the in the two places that Costa Vida is, check them out. Holly, thank you so much thank for joining us. Thank you for bringing Costa Vida here. Thank you. Congratulations on y'all's anniversary as well of your podcast. So thank you. Thank you very much. Well, how about that, Ags? Was that pretty awesome or what? I know that I had a lot of great takeaways from Holly. What about you there? Greg. Well, I thought it was really cool, her experience with the whole NIL deal. And we were talking a little bit about it beforehand and afterwards. And just to kind of see how she has explored that. And, and quite frankly, she's really even pioneered that within the, the Costa Vida chain. Uh, she, I think she shared this off, off camera or off podcast, but like they're actually headquartered in a college town in Utah. And they had corporate people that were coming to Holly and saying, Hey, how do you how do you do this? What are you what are you doing? How can we actually be part of this? And you know, so she's like speaking into that in this brave new world of NIL. And we won't. I mean, we need to have like five podcasts about that. So so if you're uh, an agent for an NIL deal, come on, let's let's talk. But seriously, kudos to, to Holly and her team for seeing seeing that opportunity and seeing that the baseball players. Players loved her queso and then setting up a, a deal. Super cool. What, what about you, Chris? So I, I think my biggest takeaway from her, you know, it was when she said, you've got to be authentic. You've got to be yourself, right? Yeah. And I 100% agree with that. There's there's just so many things. Once you get, you know, that you're being, you're told all the time, get out of your comfort zone and all that kind of thing. But you still have to be who you are, right? If you get out of your comfort zone and, and you're trying to be someone else, it's going to come across as that. And, right. you know, you, you just, I 100% agree with her on that. I, I think that is 100, 100% what we as entrepreneurs should always be authentic to ourselves 100%. But, and I want to speak a little bit to what you said earlier at the beginning of all of this interviews that, you know, she had a lot of grit, man. I mean, beginning so much. You know, I mean, beginning her business at the beginning of COVID, right? And and talking with her even off the podcast, you know, about what they went through. It's some tough times. It was super tough times. And and I'm sorry, there's there's a not very many people that would have just pushed through and kept doing it, you know, yeah. and 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 kept going to the restaurant when there is literally nobody there, you know. And pushing through and, and being as good as she is now, it's, I, I think, you know, kudos for her, for sure. 
Yeah, to, to, to her and her team. So awesome. Well, Ags, that's going to do for this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. If you're not connected with Holly, make sure you do yourself a favor. You do that. If you've never tried Costa Vida, you need to come down to William B. Fitch. It is right there at the Stafford Barrett location, right near Blue Baker. So you will not be disappointed. Make sure you try that sweet pork and sweet, sweet queso. I guarantee that you will love it. After you're full up with queso and chips... Go to AggieGrowthHacks.com, connect with Chris, connect with myself on, on all the social media. Listen to this episode and all the other episodes, over 100 episodes, Ags, of previous seasons that you can find at AggieGrowthHacks.com. We want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship at Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a entrepreneur, head on over to their website to find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthacks.com forward slash McFerrin right now. Well, Ags, join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig em. Whoop.